We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. Week 13, DraftKings picks and preview how to build our core lineups and stacks for the week. You want to jump around to a particular stack, hit the time code, and as always, smash likes up at the channel. That's the easy part. Play in the DraftKings listeners league. It's not even half full right now. It's Friday. We need to fill this up or they are for sure taking away some of these spots and making it smaller. We don't want to make it smaller. This is prime time to get in on some rake-free action. We want it as big as possible. So there's 3,000 spots around like almost 1,500 are taken right now. Need your help to go fill this up. Grab all three spots. Okay. If you want to play the best lineups in the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League, highly recommend runthesims.com for all your optimals, for all your projections, customizations with your stacks and builds, everything of that nature. Runthesims.com slash mayo to get yourself 10% off. Tambo is in San Diego. He is competing for his share of, he has two lineups, so I guess technically he could win like 350k but he did say that if one of the lineups comes inside the top three he's given 10 percent away to you the good viewers of the pat mayo experience out there and we'll figure out how we're going to do those draws but send good vibes best wishes at toe tag and tambo on twitter as he uh, he soaks in the sun maybe he'll come back not looking as white but i feel like looking at his complexion that is impossible filling in for tambo today 
friend of the show, fan favorite from FTN. Is it FTN Network? Well, what's the FTN link we should send people to, Meanie? Yeah, ftnfantasy.com. I guess FTN Daily, I suppose, because this is a daily show and we're talking some DFS. Uh, good stuff from Tambo, man. That guy's a boss. I'm wishing him all the best as well. Hopefully he can take it down for the good people. I'm sure he's going to have a fantastic time this weekend. Well, he ends up winning a bunch of money every time that he's not in the studio, so this couldn't really have worked oh. out better for him. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take the hit here. I'll join the show. Love chopping it up with you and your viewers, and and uh, we'll have Tambo take down all the cash for everybody. And hopefully, is a, a big weekend. Should be a fun slate. Really, we got three games flirting with fifty total, fifty point totals. Two for sure. I think the Jacksonville one has dropped down to like forty nine and a half. Deshaun Watson's back, and a lot of running backs and some smash spots this week. So it should be a fun slate. So let's get to the optimal from Run the Sims. This will be like the cash lineup of the week. And again, this is Friday. We don't have all of the information in as it pertains to injuries, playing time. Like, is CMC really going to play 100% of the snaps? Maybe. Maybe he plays like 30% because he's still banged up. Although reports are working back to his favor at this point. But here's what the lineup looks like when you just optimize. It is Joe Burrow at quarterback, Damian Pierce and Travis Etienne at running back. We don't have full confirmation on ETN yet of whether or not he's going to be full go, although it looks like he is. You got Zay Jones at receiver, Garrett Wilson at receiver, the two cheapies from last week pop again. Cortland Sutton as the third receiver, Greg Dulcich as the tight end, Josh Jacobs as the flex, and the Minnesota Vikings defense is what we're seeing for the optimals right now. I don't like that lineup personally. Like it's really weirdly uncorrelated, and we're using a running back and receiver from the Jags on the team and two Broncos. Don't know exactly if that's where I want to go with that lineup, but I did want to take a look at the optimal percentages by position. And we'll start at running back with that. Uh, Damian Pierce is the one that pops out the most and people are super concerned about Damian Pierce, but he's only $5,900 against the worst run defense in football. Do you, do you worry about a rookie wall here that they get down big in this game or do you think he's going to be fine? I am a little bit worried about the wall. I think we've already seen it, but I, I want to give him a little bit of credit still. A couple weeks ago when he played Washington, I mean, Washington, what we know is they have a really good run defense, and he had 10 carries in that game. He had eight yards. There's a lot of good running backs that have went up against the commanders and have not had success. The biggest thing for me is at least he's had nine targets in the last two games. He's done a whole lot with those targets. He's got five of those nine targets only for 16 receiving yards. But as you mentioned, this is a fantastic spot against Cleveland. He should be able to have some success. This is the Texans Super Bowl. Let's be honest, right? It's going to be a hostile environment in Houston with Deshaun Watson coming back. You can run on the Browns. How great is Deshaun going to be? He hasn't thrown football in an NFL game in over 700 days. He's just going to come in and light up his former team. It's a possibility. He could have three or four passing touchdowns in this game. But I still think that given this price, And the fact that everybody in the fantasy community is sour on Damian Pierce. They feel like he's hit that rookie wall. He's already had more touches. I mean, he passed the amount of touches he had in college last year, a couple weeks ago. So this is a new feeling for him having this type of workload. But man, only 15 carries over the last two games. Patty should be fresh. It's a good spot. It's a good price. If he finds the end zone, he's definitely going to return value. This is by far the cheapest he's ever been. And out of all those names that you listed earlier to start, He's one of my favorite, like, not a top five running back for me this week, but given the price, he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, points per dollar, you could make a very clear argument for him to be at the top of the pile. Obviously, at the top of the optimal rate, he's there when you simulate this slate 10,000 times. The top five 
Four of them are drawing a ton of ownership. The fifth guy is not. And I think, I don't know if he's going to be a linchpin this week, but it'll be trying, it'll be very interesting to try to fill out stacks with him in it. And that's probably where I want to start with the stacks. But the top five at running back, Pierce, ETN, 1-2, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler playing against each other. Bad defenses. This should turn out great for both those guys. However, ownership is just funneling into all of those guys. Less so on Eckler because he's so expensive. But no ownership, fifth and off optimal rate. Christian McCaffrey is right there. What do you do with Christian McCaffrey? Oh man, <laughs> like if I'm playing three lineups, he's not in any of them. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if I'm just playing, if I'm playing single entry, I'm not going there. If I'm just playing three max, I'm not going there. I'd have to have. I'd have to have about 10 lineups. You know, he is super expensive. Uh, our ownership, he doesn't even check in for us as a as a top five guy. So that's pretty appealing. I don't know if he moves into double-digit ownership, but he's not 100%. And you got Shanahan there. Would you be shocked if Tevin Coleman was active this week, Pat, and Tevin Coleman was getting a couple carries? Everybody's talking about Mason and Terry and Davis-Price, but we haven't seen Shanahan want to give CMC a full workload, and now he's not 100%. And I feel like they're just kind of scaling him back into the playoffs and keeping him fresh. I'd roll the dice a little bit, but there's just so there's just so many other guys. You mentioned Eckler and and Jacobs. I mean, Chubb in this spot against the Texans. Hen Henry. Derek Henry, the Eagles have not been able to stop the run all year. He should be able to smash against Philly. And the Eagles don't try to sell out the run. They just don't want to give play. So I do not think that their game plan changes at all this week. So and Henry's having a, a career year in terms of receiving yards and catches and targets out of the backfield too. So it's another element that I just don't want to mess around with CMC. I just don't see a huge ceiling for him, even though that this game should be a, a fun one between the Dolphins and the 49ers. What do you do with them? I don't know because I do want to play a few Tua stacks. And I feel like in those Tua stacks, I yeah. probably want to have CMC. Maybe Ayuk is just the better option kittle is a better so. option as the run back with that but i just know no one's going to use cmc and probably for good reason yeah i know we have them at seven percent right now i am at there five. are running backs yeah i mean well geez five you can name 20 running backs on there that are going to check in with a higher ownership and that's i mean that's exciting right especially we're talking tournaments here big big prizes like in cash you can't i don't think you can roll them no. out a double double ups you're, you're not doing it but for a guy that could be 5% owned in what could be a high, you know, event game, the 49ers haven't allowed a point in four consecutive second halves, and they didn't allow a point at all last week, but Miami's got a top three offense in terms of yards per game. So I, I feel like they're, they should be able to push the pace a little bit. I, I would say two is probably tosses a couple touchdowns. And if that's the case, the value is with CMC through the air. Right. I just don't feel like he's going to have 15 plus carries. I think he could catch five or six passes. Yeah. If he catches five or six passes, like 12 to 13 carries is fine as long as he's getting the goal line work, which I don't know if that's going not to be given. the case or not. Yeah. Definitely not a given. And I do like, I actually picked up Tevin Coleman in my deep season long league. It's like, I might need someone to fill in here. Right. This is back when I thought that McCaffrey might actually miss this week, although that doesn't seem to be in the cards at this point. The problem is with these pay up running backs is that it's going to be so easy to get to the mid tier running back, I think, because you have. I mean, you have Jamal Williams, who no one ever wants to use. No one is using this week, but he's only $6,000. Uh, he'll score eight touchdowns. People would be like, ah, fluke. <laughs> I mean, I'm the person who makes that case every single week. And Tampa's like, you should just play Jamal yeah. Williams at this point. Like, honestly. But ETN's 64. 
Montgomery's 62. Najee Harris is 61. I don't think he's going to play, but it looks like Jalen Warren is going to be back. I would expect him to be the lead. He's $4,900. Antonio Gibson, we're not sure if he's going to play. That makes Brian Robinson $5,300. We talked about Pierce, $5,900. It does seem like a week in one of these like large total games where if you stack up the Chiefs or the Bengals, hell, even the Lions at this point, is going to start getting pretty pricey that this is where I'm thinking that most people end up with their lineup builds in this mid tier with these running backs. Yeah. yeah I feel like most people will spend up. I, I, I honestly feel like most people will spend up at the running back position. Maybe take some of the values. You, you mentioned Zay Jones. I wouldn't get crazy with these Broncos. I mean, they're just so atrocious. I don't care who they're playing. They can't score any points. So I'm not really interested in Sutton and, and Dulcich, but you mentioned Brian Robinson. He's pretty interesting to me. Could he fall into maybe a bell cow role here against the Giants? If there's no Gibson, we know that there's no McKissick. He's already dominating the touches on the ground anyways. He hasn't been super efficient. He's coming off his most efficient game, 105 yards against a weak Falcons defense. Now he's going up against a Giants defense that can't stop the run. So if you're going to give him 18 to 20 touches on the ground and if he could fall into maybe, I don't know, three or four catches... At $5,300, he had 23 points last week. He had two grabs for 20 yards. He had a receiving touchdown. He's back-to-back. Actually, he didn't have a touchdown week against the Texans, but he's had two touchdowns in his last three games, and they were really strong runs, man. Like, he's get, he was already getting the goal line work. I don't think Gibson's going to play in this game. So, I think out of all those backs that you mentioned, apart from what we talked about, Damian Pierce, I think he's the most interesting to me. Jamal Williams, you're right. Nobody plays this guy, and he scores a touchdown every week, and he's going to score a touchdown this week, too. It's a 50-point game. He's going to get the goal line work. It's just what he does, man. He, This is the, just what it is. Jamal Williams, double-digit touchdowns every single week. Good price, good matchup. Uh, out of those guys that are on the board that are staring at me, yeah, those those are the two that kind of jump out of the page, man. I, Robinson could be pretty sneaky here at 5,300. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, we're not going to know until the Gibson information is released because it's a plus matchup. They're favorites even on the road. He had that receiving yeah. touchdown last week. And we were all worried about what he could do in the receiving game, but apparently they were fine with using him there. Yeah, you could be like 20 touches at 5,300 bucks. I kind of look at Jalen Warren the same way, though. I don't think Najee's going to play. If he's back... It's a nice situation for Pittsburgh against Atlanta. Again, one of the better matchups that you can have all week, and he's $4,900. The issue becomes, if you go to the wide receivers, you have like the top five in terms of optimals are Amon Ra, Keenan Allen, Zay Jones, Garrett Wilson, Cortland Sutton. But to look at those guys, Zay Jones is $4,900. Garrett Wilson's still only $5,300. Cortland Sutton is $5,500. You could squeeze in Adam Thielen. Drake London against Pittsburgh, who doesn't match up well with some of these big body guys guys are is $4,700 yeah. like you can kind of make it work at the bottom end of both running back or at least the mid to bottom of wide receiver and running back this week so I really think it comes down to what stacks you actually want to build out and then see what you have left at these positions yeah absolutely um figure out your stacks from you know quarterback wide receiver and then you can fill it out but for me I I you're mentioning some of these wide receivers in this price range. And I feel like that's where I'm going to live with maybe two of my three wide receivers. I, I do want to spend up at the running back position. My one thing with Pittsburgh, we do have a history of Tomlin. Whoever is that next man up, I guess is, is going to get the workload, but do you have any fear at all of, of Benny Snell kind of just getting in the way and, and having some touches? I don't know if it's a guarantee that it's all going to be Warren. If there's no Najee like Snell, I thought he played okay in the game against the Colts. He ran out the clock, had a couple nice runs. I could see him getting the goal line work. 
you know, for, for the Steelers if they were there over Jalen Warren. So that's that's my only issue there. We'll see what happens. Um, Warren is also, or Snell is also questionable. But these wide receivers in this range, like Thielen, 5K, right? Sauce, you know, you got to feel like Sauce is going to be on uh, Justin Jefferson so he can open up some holes there. Uh, Zay Jones is going to be very, very chalky, but 24 targets in his last two games. It's hard, really hard to ignore his price at $4,900. Donovan Peoples-Jones is in that range, too. We don't know who Deshaun Watson's go-to guy is going to be. Donovan Peoples-Jones has been pretty consistent over the past couple of weeks. He doesn't have the touchdowns, but he's going to get an upgrade here at the quarterback position. Is it going to be Amari Cooper? Maybe he spreads it out to both of these guys, but I think the deep ball, the deep threat in this offense for Cleveland is Donovan Peoples-Jones. He went like five games in a row with a long catch of 37 yards. doesn't take him too much to, you know, to rack up the yards and like four or five grabs he could get to the century mark. He's kind of interesting to me as well. Let's talk defenses very quickly just to see who, when we're building out these lineups, which like bad defense that we can plug in and we feel pretty good about. The Titans are the cheapest D on the slate. Isn't that crazy for a team that actually has a good defense? Yeah, it is. I guess what's DraftKings probably thinking it's strength on strength that these two teams are just going to run the ball against each other and the game's going to be over pretty quickly. I don't know. Like that's, that's possible, but this is a team that can get some pressure on the quarterback. And one thing I've noticed with the Eagles, especially this season is they will play to like, they'll get away from what their game plan should be. Like this is a team that wants to run the football, but you can throw in the Titans. So I don't know if like, they just come off a game last year, last week where they had about 400 rushing yards. I don't know if they're just going to run the rock nonstop. I'd say that they, I'd say they'll, they'll try to exploit the weaknesses of the Titans secondary and throw the rock on, you know, to AJ and to Devonte, and that could potentially create some turnovers with you know getting some pressure on the quarterback. But it is surprising because they are the best run defense in football, according to Football Outsiders. They also have a top twelve uh, pass DVOA, even though they give up some explosive plays to wide receivers. So it is pretty shocking to see twenty two hundred dollars. I may play them in one or two, but I, I think it's going to be a, a slow pace, slow pace game. With I don't think we'll see a lot of scoring. I think A.J. Brown is in a position to have a very nice game against this defense, okay. just throwing up jump balls to A.J. AJ Brown all the way down the field. And just he's going to outmuscle guys in a revenge situation. Don't forget that. You know, he he yeah. really wants it this week. He wants to score the three <laughs> touchdowns like he get, did against the Steelers. But I'm just looking at it right now. I think there are four defenses, honestly, $2,600 and below that you can use to fill out your lineups. Like the Steelers against Atlanta, I think is a nice play. The Jets at Minnesota, I think is a really nice play. Broncos at Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore hasn't shown yeah. anything on offense. They're 2400 And then you can go to the Titans if you really need the money at $2,200. I mean, I would take my chances with it. I think you're going to see a lot of people do it if they need it. But those four defenses in particular, you just play a rotation of those if you're playing a bunch of lineups, I think. Absolutely. I agree. I have those three of those that you mentioned on my list here. The Steelers and the Jets are two defenses I'm very interested in. You're starting to see Pittsburgh turn the corner a little bit, not just offensively, but defensively as well. They're starting to get healthy, get some guys back into their lineup. Their schedule is super tough to start the season. And now I don't believe in Marcus Mariota. Nobody believes in Marcus Mariota. He doesn't have anybody to throw the football to, right? Drake London is uh, not getting any targets. It's another team that wants to run the rock, but they can get a couple sacks here. And I really like this Jets defense. And if you just look at DraftKings points per game and just keep it simple, 8.5. It's the fourth most DraftKings points per game on the slate. The Eagles are one, the Niners are two, the Ravens are three. And look at the prices of those three defenses, 3-8, 3-1, Niners, and four. You're, sa you're saving a lot of bucks here. And it's Kirk Cousins. 
like he's shown us some great things, but it's still Kirk Cousins. He's also prone to the interception. This Jets defense is pretty solid, man. It's keeping them in the playoff race. Uh, so I love that call at $2,600. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. So let's try to build out some of these stacks to see what we're left with. So I want to build a Tua stack to start off with. I think this is a fun game to try to attack. I think it's easiest to attack it from the Dolphins side because you know where the ball is going to go on the Dolphins offense where you really have no idea on the Niners side. So Tua, Waddle, Hill, triple stack. I have it currently coming back with Kittle at $5,000. It fills out my tight end slot. Obviously, then I can't go dumpster diving at tight end if I wanted to to save some money that way. But Jets D, you throw in there at $2,600, and we're left with two running backs, a receiver, and a flex at $4,900 of the average salary. That's why I think that like Warren and Brian Robinson end up becoming super valuable pieces this week because you can fill those guys in, no problem. And if you want to build one of these super stacks with the expensive wide receivers, which most stacks are going to be, that's why I feel like a lot of people are going to fall in that position. Yeah, so what do you got here? I'm building it out with you as well. Tua, Hill, Waddle, Kittle. You got Jets D in there. Yeah. So you will have to spend down at the running back position. Yeah, you'll have to get involved with... Brian Robinson. As you mentioned, maybe... Yeah, Brian Robinson. uh, Maybe Warren in there as well. Um, Yeah, Brian Robinson, pretty good here. $5,300. Even if you went to... Let's see, you could go to Warren. 
do you have enough bucks maybe to get up to Pierce? And what does that leave you with? $4,100 to fill out a wide receiver and to fill out a flex. Like that's tough. Cause like who, who it do you tough. see at the yeah. bottom of wide receiver that like in that $4,000 range that you would feel any sort of comfortability with? Like we also did talk about as well. Like if Michael Carter misses this game for the jets, would you go to bam Knight? He's only 4,600 bucks. I think I would. Yeah. I think he showed me enough last week and I hear some rumbles, you know, the past couple of weeks of, of him showing up in practice and you just like, ah, it's jets practice, whatever, like who cares? Uh, but the fact that James Robinson wasn't active last week should, tells me a lot. It tells me a lot that they they felt, feel like Bam Salah feels like Bam is uh, is worthy of some touches, and he was last week and looked pretty good. I mean, he dominated a lot of the first and second down uh, opportunities. I don't expect this game to be uh, a blowout either way. I, I would expect it to be tight. So if they were like, you know, Ty Johnson may just be limited. It's like a, a couple targets here and there, and then Bam gets in there. So if Carter doesn't play, there, there you go. Like there's a running back. You don't even maybe have to go to Pierce. You can take out Pierce and chuck in Bam. And then you have a little bit more to work with because I'm looking at wide receivers in the low end range to answer your question. Sub four, five. I'm not seeing a whole lot here. Like I don't mind Matt Collins at four, six. I think that could be a really explosive game. Nico Collins at four, two, potentially. Yeah, but he, I don't know where know the what? upside yeah. really lies with him. Yeah, especially with Kyle Allen at quarterback. The one I actually kind of looked at, and I was very surprised about what this price point was, is Byron Pringle's $3,000. There's no Darnell Mooney. Claypool is already banged up. I don't know if it's going to be field mm-hmm. starting. It's looking more and more likely that it is going to be fields at this point. But he was the one. He, like, he came back. Once Mooney went down, he was the one running in the Mooney spot that – I, I he got a touchdown last week. That's great. That was against the Jets, who have yeah. a much better yeah. defense than the Packers do. That if you're going to take a gamble, hopefully he can go like four for forty-four in a touchdown. I don't know if that's enough, but that's seemingly the only way you can make one of these lineups work with a lineup that you actually like at the same time. That's not bad. It's not a bad call, right? Fields. It does sound like Fields is going to play. It's probably not the right call, but you you <laughs> can, you could tell the Bears want to do whatever they can to to beat the Packers, right? That's really what it's all about. They, a win against the Packers this Sunday with Justin Fields, and and that's their Super Bowl. That's such a yeah, that's such a stupid way to look at things. By the way, it is. I agree. It's you have your franchise quarterback who has set records over the past few weeks. He's clearly not a hundred percent. He wants to play. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? You're still losing these games with Justin Fields. So that's great. You're going to have a good draft pick, but (laughs) I know it's uh, it's absolutely silly, but there's nobody else to catch passes to your point there. So I don't know. Is Cole Komet season back on maybe, Maybe. uh, but Pringle potentially, I agree with you. I'm not into him as well. What about um, Zacchaeus is 36. Yeah. What about let's get even crazier here. What what about Sky Moore at 3,100 in this high total game? Back-to-back weeks with five targets or six targets and five catches. Uh, he cannot return a punt. Stop <laughs> making him return punts. I was with you when we watched that game. That was his second muff putt. He had another one last week. My goodness. But there's no Kadarius Tony. This guy can't get on the field. Uh, MVS is on the field running routes, but he's not really doing a whole lot with them. They don't really have a great run game. The last time these two teams played, it was roughly this time of the year as well. It was a, it was a shootout. Uh, both teams exploded offensively. Mahomes is spreading around to a lot of different wide receivers, but Pat, it's back-to-back weeks now. Six targets, five grabs. He's starting to play more snaps, starting to run more routes. I guess it makes a little bit more sense if you got the KC stack in there, but at $3,100, I don't know. That's not too bad. The other guy is the Jet, right, is uh, Elijah Moore. I don't know. He didn't 
He caught a touchdown last week, but at 3,700, he's another guy that maybe, you know, new quarterback. Mike White spread it around a little bit last week, too. Yeah, and it's definitely beneficial for him that it's not Zach Wilson under center. Yes, that's very true. What's Demarcus Robinson this week? He's four thousand dollars. He dropped a touchdown last week. Obviously, he didn't have the usage that we saw the week before when he had like the double digit targets. That wasn't happening, but he was still utilizing the red zone. Baltimore just can't convert, which is you know a problem for their offense. And now they're playing against Denver. It's not yeah. a great situation to be in. But even these mid four guys, you mentioned Mac Collins. Like Drake London is right there. I don't love uh, Drake London, but. It's a pretty good price for him. And then you have Traylon Burks sandwich in between them. I hate Traylon Burks, but apparently he's okay. <laughs> I think he's okay. Yeah, you shouldn't have to deal with um he shouldn't have to deal with Slay, even though Slay's given up some big plays lately too. You know, six targets in three straight games. I just feel again, I go back to what I think the Titans will do, and it's around the rock. I right? had Washington went into the link and, and did it perfectly. Slowed the pace down, ran the football. I just can't see Philly stopping Derrick Henry here. So I don't see a ton of explosive plays from Traylon Burks. I, I would probably avoid him. I'd maybe just risk Drake London at that point at, at 4-7, even though this guy does – I mean, he does nothing. I take it back. I don't want to play Drake London, Pat. I okay. don't want to do it, man. That, that, that's He's fair. Just- <laughs> The, the only, no, there doesn't seem to be any upside for the guy. That's all. The, the only other thing we can kind of do in this situation. So let, let's put in Pierce. I'm going to check Pierce into this lineup. Yeah. And Pierce and Robinson? We, yeah, Pierce and Robinson is our running backs. It gives us $4,100 for a receiver and a flex. That means we could pay down at tight end as a flex and then alleviate some of that You know, if we can get back up to. I just don't know if we can save enough is the problem. That becomes, I mean, okay, let's switch Jets D out to Titans D. And go to the very bottom and see what we can do with that. And Titans D, 2200. All right, now we have 4300. You can throw like Fryermouth if you wanted to. Yeah. Into the flex. Yeah. And, and see what happens then. Even you could put in you could put in Sky Moore at the wide receiver ah. as your third wide out with Hill and Waddle. You got Robinson and Pierce. You still have the Jets D, and then you have $5,200 left. You can go TJ Hawkinson if you want. Um, it's Jay Hawkinson, man. There's four games here with um with the Vikings been pretty impressive. Nine targets uh in three of the four, six last week, touchdown. Since he's arrived with the Vikings over the last four weeks, he's top five in targets, he's top five in red zone targets, he has three end zone targets. He's getting utilized pretty well. And if we do believe that Sauce Gardner is gonna be on Justin Jefferson. Now, Justin Jefferson's an absolute stat. I do believe that he can win a lot of those matchups against Sauce. Uh, but Gardner showed us that he's uh, he's going to be an elite corner in this league. So if Cousins has the yips, which he did in a matchup against the Eagles earlier in the year when he was throwing to Jefferson early and then Slay was all over him, had two picks, and then he just stopped throwing to Justin Jefferson, that could be the case here. I could see out of these elite tight ends to pay up for, obviously we have to save him a little bit of cash. Like Kelsey's fantastic. We can't get there. 5-2 for, for Hawkinson's pretty decent. Like I don't, I'm not interested in Everett, Fryermuth, not bad. I think it's a pretty good play if you wanted to upgrade on Sky Moore. Njoku is a bit of a risk, but again, an upgrade here at the quarterback position. Those those three guys, pretty good options. I, I, I Sky Moore is interesting. I, I like Moreau too. I just worry yeah, if they Moreau's stick good. if they stick Derwin James on him, like he's going to do absolutely nothing in this game. So that becomes an issue. Yeah, so I, I I threw in Sky Moore. I downgraded to Titans D. That gives us fifty six hundred dollars left for our flex. And that brings us right to, like you mentioned Hawkinson at 5-2. Christian Watson is only 5-2. Garrett Wilson is 5-3. I think those are all pretty decent options. Let's go. I mean, it keeps throwing out Garrett Wilson to the optimal. That gives us 
us $5,300 in the flex. That means we could take out Pierce if we wanted to and get to mm-hmm. as high as David Montgomery in that spot. I guess we could go, instead of taking Garrett Wilson, we could go Christian Watson and then go David Montgomery. And then at least we have a little mini stack in that game. Yeah, that's that's a good call, actually. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Garrett Wilson at 5'3", really good price. This is another guy, right, you mentioned off the top. Him and Zay Jones are two guys I like. I'm sure they'll be pretty chalky, but we do have, you know, this lineup that we're building is pretty different because I think we're rolling out these two backs, right? Like Pierce and Robinson, I just, even yeah, it, though they're it, at a really it, good it, price it, if you it, want to spend up. It's Robinson and Montgomery now. Oh, you went Robinson Montgomery. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because so I I I, I, th- I, th- gotcha. I threw in Watson just for. I mean, we could try to. How much is Slayton this week? Slayton's fifty one hundred. I suppose instead of Watson, you could do Slayton. Correlate that with Brian Robinson, and then you could get up to Etn. I think at running back. You think Etn's going to have a full workload? I think if he does, he's someone you're going to want to have. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, if he if he does get his usual 20 plus touches, you're definitely going to want to have him. I think people will be hesitant to roll him out too. And even though the matchup is, is fantastic, right? $6,400. There's some rumblings about uh, Daryl Henderson and hasty, and that will just keep the ownership off of uh, ETN. So 6,400. That's, that's pretty good. I, I like Watson there. You know, if you want to do the, the Watson and Dave Montgomery, um, I think there's a slightly higher ceiling with Watson than than Garrett Wilson, even though the Vikings have struggled against wide receivers and quarterbacks. It's just that uh, it's been explosive three straight games now, I believe, for Watson. You showed it with Jordan Love, too. They're, they're getting this guy involved, uh, and it's it's taken some time, but he's a really good wide receiver. So, so yeah, we I'd can, say he's got the slightly higher ceiling. You can do that either way if you wanted to. You could go Watson and David Montgomery against each other, or you could go Darius Slayton with Brian Robinson, and that can bump you up to ETN. I actually kind of like both sides of that, to tell you the truth. I don't know which one I enjoy more. Might, might as well make uh, two of those. Do you, Okay, I guess this is the bigger question. I want to start with building a Tua stack. Do you like mm-hmm. the Tua stack? <laughs> I do. I don't mind it. It's. Uh, I think it's a little contrarian, to be honest, even though this offense has been fantastic. The Dolphins are perfect in games that Tua has started and finished seven and zero. He's been great. I mean, it's uh, it's credit to the coaching staff. Mike McDaniel's fantastic. I'm super impressed with him. And you you're right. You know where the ball is going. Where I suppose if you had a, a Cincy stack, you know, with Joe Burrow, you want to get T Higgins and Jamar Chase in there, but it could be a Tyler Boyd week. We could see Hayden Hurst. You got multiple weapons P. inside Ryan. the Chiefs game. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So there's these uh, so many question marks with other stacks where you really know what you're getting here. And also, I don't think we'll see a lot of success with Miami running the football, uh, whether it's Jeff Wilson or he most starts back. San Fran does a really good job of stopping around the only team in the NFL that has allowed fewer than 300 yards per game. That's why this stack is, I think, a pretty contrarian. Like this lineup we're building here, I think it's a pretty contrarian lineup. I don't think you're going to have a massive ownership with a lot, maybe Hill. But I don't think we'll have a, a massive ownership with uh, a ton of these guys. It's not my favorite stack, but from a tournament standpoint, I think it. I'm interested in it. <laughs> well, two is sixty. I, I got I, two is sixty. I gotta have a little burrow in my life though. Okay, we'll, we'll build out burrow next. So we with Tua. Okay. Yeah, I am projected at two percent ownership right now, 
And like, let, let's say, and I, I get why people don't want to play it. Fully understand it's a challenge. It's the defense. Well, what if we're all just wrong and this Miami offense is actually legit and they're going to post 34 points? So you could just have Tua and you know the two guys where the ball was going to in this game and no one wants a piece of it? That sounds like a, a I mean, I'll probably end up losing money with Tua stacks. You know, obviously it needs to hit for it to come through. I need to get the other stuff right, but it feels like a huge leverage spot. Like there's him this week down at the bottom. Mike White is projecting. You, we, we should build out a Mike White stack too because he's so cheap and his options are so cheap that he can get you up to Jacobs and Eckler if you really wanted to. Like at the top of running back, that could be a different way to play it. Jalen Hurts, 4%. I know. Uh, we, yeah, we have them for, we have them for 4.1% as well. There's 10 quarterbacks with a higher ownership percentage than him. And what I said when we were talking about the Eagles is, you know, it's strength on strength, the great, maybe the best rushing offense in football we've seen since the start of last season against a really good run defense. And I think they're going to take some shots, man. The Eagles are cocky. Nick Sirianni's pretty cocky. Uh, and he's going to want to get his boy Jalen, uh, or, uh, AJ Brown, some looks and some targets and, and, and you can throw in the Titans. So you get that's a stack that will probably be pretty low owned too, right? Hurts. Hurts AJ Brown. Maybe just, just hurts. Just, maybe just, just hurts two. an AJ. Yeah, just do the two. And, yeah, and just Derek, do the two. For Derrick Henry coming back. <laughs> coming back. Coming back. It seems to be one or two screen passes to him every game. And that's just really nice to see. I think they they should incorporate that a little bit more inside the offense because he's a hard guy to bring down. He was unlucky he didn't get that touchdown last week he fumbled it near the goal line but that's a that's a pretty good stack you know just back to Miami I think they are legit Pat I think they are a legit offense I mean they're a team that runs motion more than anybody they have the most explosive plays in football when they're running motion and Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle just seem to eat every single week man uh so it's a you're kind of I wasn't really thinking Miami. I was like, I that should be a fun game. But I was thinking of other stacks like Cincy and KC. And I was thinking about maybe getting a little bit too cute with, you know, Trevor Lawrence, even though I do believe, like from a chalky standpoint, there's not too many chalky quarterbacks. But what do you have for Trevor Lawrence? I'd imagine he's going to be one of the most owned quarterbacks coming off a, a game against Baltimore and now in a spot against Detroit. I, I only have three quarterbacks above 10% this week. Lawrence, Watson, and Burrow. Okay, yeah. That's that's what we have too. Those three guys. We have Lawrence at number one. Are you gonna play any Watson? No. I think I'd rather play Chubb. I think I'd rather play Chubb as well. But yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, but it's going. A, it's a great matchup for Chubb. <laughs> it is a great matchup for Chubb. Uh, and I think a lot of people will just want to play Watson, right? Because I don't know. It's I don't, Watson. Well, I I don't get why you would want to play Watson. Like it's if he was like five grand or fifty five hundred, I could see that. But a super popular Deshaun Watson at $6,500 in his first game, like you said, in two years. Like, I could see how that goes wrong. I'm not going to lie to you. That could go wrong in a hurry. (laughs) All right. It's his new squad for him. And it's not like he's been practicing with the team all year. He was away from the team for like 90% of the season. And he's just been um, incorporated into like practices lately. So I agree. I think it's a trap. It would not go that way. But. The Jets stack is really interesting, right? With Mike White. You mentioned Mike White. We like Garrett Wilson. Elijah Morris, pretty cheap. Just rolling out those three. Let's try that. Roll right. out those three. Then you could spend up. I mean, you can get two really solid running backs and probably still some elite wide receivers. So let's go Mike White. So yeah. Mike Mike White is 54. You want Garrett Wilson to go with him. That seems pretty easy. Absolutely. So do we want to add another Jet to this? Because we could use Tyler Conklin, revenge game Tyler Conklin, or we can just say oh, Mike yeah, White, Garrett good. Wilson. That's good enough. 
I think it might be good enough. Um, you know, Conklin is, I guess, like he's pretty cheap, right? Yeah, that's the um, thing. He's thirty one hundred, so that really does work out in, in your benefit. So, or you could say, hey, I do think that either Sauce takes out Thielen or Osborne. And then they just bracket coverage Justin Jefferson. He's a lot of money anyway. You could throw Delvin Cook into this mix if you wanted to, or just go Mike White, Garrett Wilson, Hawkinson, and just hope no one covers the middle of the field, which the Jets don't. I I, I really like that. I'm a big Hawkinson fan, man. I, I wasn't in Detroit, but I really like the way that they're utilizing this guy in the offense. And I think what you said with that game plan makes a lot of sense, you know, to bracket Justin Jefferson and then have TJ Hawkinson in the middle of the field it's clearly it's clear Kirk Cousins likes likes this guy I mean it's almost 40 targets for four games for him I mean what more can you ask for for a tight end yeah he's at, he's at least getting targets and end zone targets yeah at least five catches in every single game the yardage really hasn't materialized at all but if Justin Jefferson is taken out a little bit in this game yeah it could be an excellent spot for Adam Thielen at five thousand dollars as well I've more, I just I like that, he, that we can use Hawkinson to fill out the tight end spot and then all of a sudden like this lineup it's pretty, it's pretty spicy here. Let's throw in our cheap D. Uh, probably don't want to use the Jets D as a part of this, so we'll use yep. Broncos D at twenty four hundred bucks. Yep. So now we have sixty three hundred dollars per player left. I like the idea of continuously going to Brian Robinson, uh, just under the assumption that. Antonio Gibson is going to be out. Obviously, that can change if Carter is out. Then, then Bam Knight is going to be there. Uh, I mean, you could use Latavius Murray at fifty three. Hell, you could use Gus Edwards. I don't love those guys. I think that without Antonio no. Gibson in the lineup, Brian Robinson is twenty plus touches. That's what we're looking for against a bad defense. I would still feel good about Jalen Warren if I needed it as well. But I like Robinson the best of those guys. So now we're looking at a running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, and flex sixty six hundred dollars per spot. So we can spend up as much as we want right now. So where do you think you would go? If you had unlimited money, any one player that you would want to squeeze in here, is it Josh Jacobs, even with the calf thing? Yeah, Josh Jacobs is always banged up. This guy's questionable every single game. If you followed his last four years, he's honestly questionable in every single game. I asked one of my uh, buddies who's a close Raiders fan. I said, is Jacobs going to play? He's 100%. He's not going to practice all week. He's going to be questionable. Everyone's going to be worried about him. That Pat, did it look like a guy who was dealing with a calf injury last week? Are you kidding me? 229 yards. He had 33 carries. Nobody was catching him on that overtime run. He's catching balls out of the backfield. Uh, at least six grabs in two of his past three games. It's not it's not Josh Jacobs of two, three years ago when this guy was just catching 25 passes. Uh, he is involved. He is a true bell cow running back. There's really only Devontae Adams. You mentioned Foster Moreau. Derwin James is probably going to be on him. You're dead on, you're dead on about that. That's a concern. It's a lot of Devontae Adams, and it's a lot of Josh Jacobs. And it's just there's so many interesting running backs in this range. Eckler is a touchdown machine. Great matchup. Henry, great matchup. Chubb, great matchup. And then down to Jacobs. Like those four running backs are all in really, really good spots. So I think my favorites are in that same game, Eckler and Jacobs. Yeah, it, we wouldn't be able to get those two together, but I think I've worked out a little mini stack here that I like to go along with this, a secondary stack. And we can even double it up again by using Slayton with Brian Robinson. So how much is Josh Palmer this week? Palmer is, he's 5,600. Don't quite have, we're $300 short to get to him if I try to do everything that I want to do with this. So it's Mike White, Garrett Wilson, Hawkinson. There's the stack. Josh Jacobs in at running back. At $7,900. Then we play a mini stack with Amon Ra and Christian Kirk 
in that same game. Now, Love we don't that. need to do that, but I think that's a fun way to get some access to that game. And I know it was all Zay Jones last week. I still think it's Christian Kirk show. I got Christian Kirk as a top 12 wide receiver this week. I agree with you. It's nice to see Zay Jones. I mean, yeah, he's he's disrespected in, in fantasy and he's underpriced and he's a great waiver wire pickup. And maybe he'll win you a title in your season long leagues, but it's still Christian Kirk. And I mean, just look at the last couple of games, like nine targets, 12, nine, seven, 10. I mean, he hasn't caught a lot of those passes, but he's got three touchdowns in his last three games. And yeah, people will, the ownership will be higher on, um, on Zay. This is nice. I actually like this build. St. Brown, Kirk, high total game, back and forth. Those guys should end up with, I'd say, 20 targets combined. Or those more. two. I'd say that's a floor between yeah, those two. That's a floor. Absolutely. And then Jacobs and Robinson, Mike White. And then you got, what, $5,100 here? To, so I, I, to down, I, I downgraded to the Titans. So technically, we have $5,300 left if we want it. That leaves us in the range of Latavius Murray, Deontay Johnson, who I don't hate, Tyler Boyd, Christian Watson, George Pickens, Darius Slayton. Slayton would correlate with our lineups a little bit. There's no one really on the Chargers that we can fit in to go with Josh Jacobs, but you can kind of take your pick of any of these guys that you really want to. Now, if you use Zay Jones in the Christian Kirk spot, all of a sudden you could get back up to, geez, to like the $6,300 range. If that's someone in there, you could get like Keenan. Ow, let's see if that works, actually. Let me put in Zay Jones instead of Christian Kirk. We have enough money for Keenan Allen at that point. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think you're maximizing um, your your ceiling here with having another piece of that game, right? And you know, and, and we can get way. back we can get back up to Broncos from Titans if we do that as well. Which I do like more than just that extra two hundred dollars. Lamar hasn't shown us anything, and the Denver defense, <laughs> it's it's elite. We all know it's elite. I mean, Russell Wilson can't score any points. They've only allowed fourteen points per game, and they only have three wins. It's wild. I like I like this build too. There's you know a couple different ways. You know Watson was staring at me. I was gonna mention Pickens as well, but I like just going down to Jones, and then you can spend up and get a better wide receiver in Keenan. When you mention another Chargers wide receiver, I don't think Mike Williams is gonna play. Do you have any interest at all in in uh, DeAndre Carter? It seems to be every other game. I mean, seven catches, ten targets, and a touchdown for him last week. Uh, in week 10 against the Niners, he had four catches for a touchdown, 64 yards. Yeah. High ceiling, but it, no Williams, I don't think. It, it's funny. No Williams always just kind of leads me to Josh Palmer over anything rather than Carter. Although we're seeing yeah. Carter put into the mix. If Keenan Allen was going to sit, then I think I would like Carter. If it was Williams, there was one week when they were both out. And see, we kind of brought up this point that the Mike Williams replacement is Josh Palmer. The Keenan Allen replacement, they use Josh Palmer, it's but it's DeAndre Carter that actually kind of runs the Keenan Allen route. Yeah. So... I don't know. Do, do you think that Keenan Allen is fool's gold here, or is this a nice like rebound spot for him? No, I don't think he's fool's gold. I, I'd say, you know, he's been two games now into the lineup. This will be game number three, um, you know, 15 targets for him. We know that he doesn't ha- like have a, a massive touchdown ceiling, but yeah, my goodness, like this is a, a high total game here. I think it's going to be the highest game on the slate. Uh, I'd, the Raiders haven't, they have the worst completion percentage allowed like quarterbacks have the highest completion percentage against them and herbert is just chucking non-stop like it's just uh every single week you're, you're seeing throws from this guy so i don't think that it's i think it's a good play well let's build out one of your burrow lineups and try to see yeah, how this that. works because i think there's there's so many ways this could go and that's kind of the issue it's a tambo and i talk about the chiefs every week 
and it's just it's hard to stack them up because the ball could outside of Kelsey where the hell is it going Did, I, are we getting Jarek this week it doesn't seem like we are uh no I don't think so um I don't think we're gonna get him so maybe we'll see will we see uh Melvin Gordon active I don't know man. they they, they finally got Ronald Jones some action last week that was kind of hilarious and and I think that's why they went and got Melvin. They were like, you know, Melvin's bad, but Ronald Jones is worse. <laughs> so let's just get Melvin in case anything happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of pick your poison with the two of them. Like, hey, we can give it to Ronald Jones for one yard per carry, or we can give it to Melvin Gordon for four yards per carry, but he's going to fumble every fifth carry, something like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> pick our poison with some of these guys. So Burrow, that's all I got. Yeah. I just have Burrow in. Where do we go? Chase? I'd, I would go Chase, yeah. It's all signs point to Chase returning this week. Um, so you get Chase in there. Like, if you do Chase... And then I may just go Boyd. It, now, why, why wouldn't you go, like... Do you think it's better to go Chase Hurst? Or do you think it's better to go Higgins Boyd? Because that uh, that's around, like, the same level of pricing. Like, do, like, do you think that you could... Plus, I'm just going to plug this in right now and see what we end up with. If I go Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Kelsey... Four thousand yeah, dollars. Okay, that, that, that's ba- that's basically impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess. Well, let's see. Okay, you so, have to go. Bam. Uh, Things would have to work out your way well, where there's no Carter. Well, you would have to overload on the comeback because you'd have to play Sky Moore in this lineup. Absolutely. And then yeah, you'd have to play cheap. Titans D. So we'll play Titans D. Brian Robinson because he's cheap. What are we, what like are we we're at four forty seven hundred. For a running back Another and a running flex, back. like, I mean, Bam Knight is right there. Bam Knight at yeah. forty six. Then we have forty nine hundred dollars for a flex. You could play Jalen Warren actually if you wanted to. I was just gonna say, like, again, things would have to work. I'm typing in Bam, like, <laughs> like that's like, his Bam's name. Bam's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, his name is. Um, I, I mean, uh, why does he go by Bam when his name is Zonathan? Zonathan. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I just know <laughs> NFL.com leagues have Bam. And I was like, okay, well, they call this guy Bam, I guess. But that's not his real name. So I don't know if he has a buddy that works for NFL.com. Just decided to put in Bam. I'm not really sure. But if things work out where there is no Carter or there is no Najee, you could make this lineup work with yeah. a Bam or I have the them both Warren. I have Burrow, Chase, Higgins, okay. Kelsey, Sky Moore overload that game brian robinson knight warren and then titans d the cheapest d it's not bad man it, it's not it's bad because if there's no carter you're yeah if there, it, 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 all, it all has to break your way it does it all has to break your way we're with the injuries to these star running backs my my one concern as i said earlier is that pittsburgh it could be crowded even though we do have that history of tomlin just giving the next man up all that work so maybe that could work in our favor. But if there's no Carter, I do believe that we will see another game from Bam where he's into 14 to 15 touches. I just don't feel like James Robinson, even if he is active, James Robinson is not going to be a guy getting a bulk of the carries. So this lineup here, I mean, it's not too bad, Pat. You know, you got a, you got four pass catchers here inside a 50-point total game that I think will creep with over 60 points. I think we'll see both teams get 30 points. Burrow, Chase, and Higgins, it's just you got it obviously hit on both of those guys it could be very frustrating if it was boyd instead of t but you got those three guys you got sky and kelsey coming back the other way it's not a bad lineup man i think 
it could be a little chalky because to game stack that uh, matchup. See, here's the thing. I think you are that gonna have to spend down at that, that burrow stacks are necess- not necessarily gonna be chalky, but like ten percent of the field is gonna have a burrow stack. I don't think they're gonna have that burrow stack because they're gonna look at the first four players and be like, Oh, I have no money left. I need to change this. So let's try to do that. You gotta take out Chase or Higgins, which one are you taking out? Maybe I'll take out Chase. Okay. So we'll go, take out Chase. So we'll go Higgins, H- there. Higgins and Boyd. Yeah. Let's All right. Higgins and Boyd. So now and we have. Then, f- then you're up. Then you have seven, nine, right? Yeah. So now we have four. Well, I guess. Who'd you take out? Robinson? Uh, well, I took. I just. I completely wiped the slate. So it's Burrow, Boyd, Higgins, Kelsey. Okay. Gotcha. At this point. So we'll go Titans right. D again. Brian Robinson again. Those seem to be like pretty, pretty easy fill ins for like the price points. So now we have $5,000 per player think i know how to do this garrett wilson <laughs> let's see garrett wilson adam thielen and then forty nine hundred dollars for a running back is jalen warren that could work or you could go hawkinson bam knight in that warren spot and then upgrade from garrett wilson to someone like two hundred dollars more or switch on to slayton or switch on to watson something like that yeah, having Sky Moore in your lineup does it does help. Like in these stacks when we're building out building them out, having that thirty one hundred dollars for your third wide receiver, it does open up a lot where you don't maybe have to go down to to Warren or Knight. But again, if if those starting running backs for those teams are out, then I think Knight is a pretty strong play. I think he's pretty Yeah, he's just, not... it, again, it goes to Robinson. At that price point, Pat, for a running back to get twenty touches, right? Who who cares if he's super efficient or not? Yeah, he's twenty touches at that price point. Just get, just get, just get him in there. So let's throw Sky more into this uh, with this new build without Chase into it to see what that opens up for us. I'll leave in Brian Robinson. I'll leave in Titans D. Now we have sixty one hundred for a running back and a flex. That's a little bit better, right? Yeah, yeah. You got more wiggle room here. You got more things you could do. You could go Pierce. You could spend up for Pierce. Yep. I mean, it's not even spending up. That that's that's less than our average. Like we could theoretically spend up to geez we could get up to say is there someone at seven like ken walker is seven thousand oh we could go aaron jones at sixty nine hundred dollars we could do etn and actually we can't bring saint brown back with that one hmm what could we do here like you could go all the way up all the way down if you wanted to and go like josh jacobs and someone or just try to do balance it out you could go like you go Pierce. Let's throw. So you in. could do Jamal. What do you could do? What if you went Jamal Williams and then could you bring it back with the with a jag here? I don't think. I think Kirk is just slightly too much. Ah, uh, he's just two hundred dollars more. Yeah, almost worked. But in in this game, I mean, you, you lose some of your correlation here. Although, how much is Amari Cooper? Sixty four. No, he's too much as well. You could go Damian Pierce, David Montgomery as your running back in your flex if you wanted to, uh, along with Brian Robinson to make that lineup work. I don't know if I like this lineup at all. I think I, I weirdly like the first one better. Yeah, with uh, with the overload in Jamar Chase. Yeah, with Knight and Warren. Yeah, but the, obviously yeah, like that, that has to work too. out. It does. You'd have to have those two starting running backs out. Yeah, I'm looking at sixty one hundred dollars to. Let's get Jamal out of here and say you went Pierce. Yeah, you're kind of in that range where you want to spend up or you're just spending down and then maybe you can upgrade if you wanted to at defense. Like Montgomery, I just, 
I don't know. I'd probably I like go Mocha. down. Yeah. Get bulk of the he's gonna get all the work. Him and Jamal, like those are two guys. I mean, you're not gonna have any correlation of any of anybody coming back, but there's still I would I'd probably lean Jamal. I mean, you're saving two hundred. We don't care about the savings, but two hundred is averaging six more points, touchdown machine. So you go Burrow, Robinson, Pierce, Boyd, Hagan, Skymore, Kelsey, Jamal Williams, Titans D. Or you can go up to Broncos D at twenty four hundred. Yeah, it's or you bad. could. Th- I do like the other one better though. You could throw Christian Watson into your flex. What does that get you up to? Aaron Jones. Yeah, that's one more for Ken Walker. Isn't bad though. Knowing Aaron Donald probably isn't going to play. Like I'd like to get some because that I, I I was actually thinking about a Geno stack and how that could work out. Yeah, and I think that's what that could be a sneaky one too. The Rams are checked out. They're done. Donald Donald's he's not going to play. He's not playing. Everyone is is um is is hurt in that in that in that offense and defensively they're just. It's all over for them, so they're they're gonna shut him down. Would you do, what would you do? Would you go? Um, I I think Gino's pretty. You just, you I, can't game stack. You just go Gino and like all their all the weapons. Yeah, I I, I, I don't I don't even think you use a Ram as a part of that. No, you just you don't go. Need to. No. You want to play Kieran Williams, Paul? That, I mean, it's he's worth good, bringing that, up. Yeah, that's great for six points. I mean, he had like two receptions <laughs> last week. They're done. So like and he had like fourteen carries and like three receptions last week. Like, yeah, how many fantasy points did he score? They're playing the Seahawks. Who cares? Seahawks can't stop anybody. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a matter of the Seahawks can't stop anyone. It's, I don't think the Rams can move the ball. That's the one fear, right? But the the biggest thing I suppose with playing Kerwin is is what Paul mentioned with the three targets and the three grabs. It's just the offensive line is atrocious. But yeah, Josh Jacobs ran all over them. The Seahawks have been awful against running backs. You know, a big part of that is, you know, last week and you know, the numbers are maybe a little skewed, but you're probably looking at fifteen plus touches for for Kerwin Williams. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, but the, he's fifty two hundred dollars for a hundred dollars more. I can have Brian Robinson, who I know is good. Some would say he's yeah. a lovely player. Oh, did he go to Notre Dame? Is that oh, true? Yeah. Oh, I did not realize that. Great. Thanks, Kirk. <laughs> hey, who ran? I'm, I'm just looking at the, the routes last week for the Rams. Like, who was actually on the field? Who was taking snaps? Because Higby is just a blocker at this point. That's doing you. He doesn't do anything. Good. So yeah, Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson is is the guy, but it's just these targets are useless. I mean, a lot of them are uncatchable. Yeah, they're they're useless targets. It's nice that he's got two touchdowns in his last three games, and even still, he's only had 11 fantasy points in those matchups. Right, he hasn't had over three catches and in any of those games so yeah the offense is atrocious it's bad it's it's i think we're talking ourselves into garbage who, who is the i don't cheap... mind Kerwin as a player though that's fair who's like the cheap tight end you would go to would you go to conklin dulcic or fryer i just feel like i'm done with dulcic i i think fryer muth i i you know morosa in that tough spot there evan ingram mm. maybe that's in that actually matchup, you know, in that last lineup we built. You could go Evan Ingram flex Amon Ra. There we go. Right, let's get a piece to that game. Right, both those defenses are awful. So you Detroit's could, played to the over basically every game since last year. Yeah, if we can just find a cheat, like let's say we don't use him, and then we could use in this lineup. You could go ETA. I wonder if this would work. One second. Let's go to Henry Brown. Can this fit? Are you going to game stack Detroit Jacksonville? No. I mean, I mean, probably not, to be perfectly honest with you. 
I'm just trying to see if this can work. And then we can use Evan Ingram. And that gets us to 46 for BAM night if we wanted. So here's a lineup you can build that fits exactly. Geno Metcalf Lockett. Then you have a Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown mini game stack. Broncos D, Evan Ingram, uh, Bam Knight, and Brian Robinson. It's pretty good. It's, it's not, not bad. bad. It yeah. has a lot of upside. It's not bad at all, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does have a lot of upside. Uh, Gino's been pretty good, man. He's top three in accuracy. This Rams team is checked out, as we just talked about. I wondered if you were going to bring it. Paul would bring that back with Kerwin because uh, he'd probably get five or six catches if Seattle goes off. I mean, it's. I mean, the, the, it would be they were losing every snap last week, and he had three catches. <laughs> fair for nothing yeah. like he scored a career this high a nine he scored he scored a career high nine fantasy points last week for 52 <laughs> like if he was four thousand dollars that would be one thing but he's 5200 what yeah, does problem, tim think of bam knight i i mean if, if carter doesn't play i like bam knight then all of a sudden james robinson will be active and we'll never hear from this guy again but he looked really good last week he did he did but who doesn't look good against the bears i will admit the problem with Kyron Williams is... He's not any good? Well, that. But the, also that Cam Akers is still very much involved in this well, he's, offense. He's... And Perkins is a running quarterback. So you have, like, two different guys that could steal from him. In fairness to Akers, he's on the injury report. Is he? Yeah, he oh, has... He's out. We're, we're playing Kyron Williams. We're not playing him. He didn't practice on oh, Thursday. I am. Okay, you can play him. That's fine. <laughs> Not playing fucking Curry. Yeah, it was, a, it was an illness for Cam's for Acres, so I don't think it's um like he has an I il- like he, he, he did not play. practice with an yeah. illness, and the illness is he fucking yeah. sucks. Like that's why he's not practicing. <laughs> uh, what other stacks do Does you he wa- suck? Is he awful, or I, is it just uh, I don't did he just know. do something to to Sean McVay? It is like yeah. You can make that lineup a lot better, by the way, than what I just filled out. Like, because I mean, I went with Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. As a mini stack, that's very expensive. If you didn't want to do that, what you could do, looking at it right now and like kind of rejigging the lineup a little bit to give you a better back end of everything. So I'll take out Henry and I'll take out Metcalf, or not Metcalf, sorry, uh, put back in Metcalf, take out AJ Brown, take out Ingram and Bam Jones. You could go Jacobs at running back, Keenan Allen at wide receiver, get the mini game stack there. And you have, oh, no, that's not helping me out at all. That, that was even worse somehow. How the hell was that worse? Oh, because I still have A.J. Brown in. I took out Lockett. That was dumb. Let's put Lockett back in. Okay, we have 4500 per player for a tight end and flex. Or you take Keenan Allen out of the situation, continue with Josh Jacobs, and burn your tight end spot on Gerald Everett. Now you have $5,600 per player left. And you could fill that out, I think, pretty seamlessly by going Garrett Wilson. Or actually, is that Watson, Christian Watson? Nah, David Montgomery is too expensive for that. But you can get back up to Pierce if you wanted to. Yeah, and get a, it's kind of the sweet range here that we've we've been talking about. These guys that kind of just fit in. I mean, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Garrett Wilson is... Garrett Wilson, you could go Garrett or Wilson Pierce. Or yeah, Williams or Watson Pierce, if you really wanted to. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I like that better or worse. That's... I think my I think my favorite build my favorite two builds that we have done was the first one with Tua, and the Mike I think White it's unique, one. and the Mike White one. Yeah, because you can. I mean, it's so cheap. It's such a nice cheap jet stack. 
you get Hawkinson in there as well to kind of run it back with him. Or if you wanted, like you mentioned earlier, you can go up to Dalvin Cook. I would prefer to spend on Hawkinson and then go up to other running backs. But I think what we have, uh, Robinson seems to be our guy this week, right? He's in a lot of our builds. Sounds like Antonio Gibson, keep an eye on a Gibson. But if there's no Gibson, we're looking at running back $5,300. That's going to get 25 plus. 20 maybe 25 opportunities and do you think it, plus targets like, in this let, let's say all of a sudden gibson plays is that really going to change anything for you a guy with a I foot problem i don't think so no <laughs> no robinson's looked like the better back he has he's he's been the first and second down back we saw him last week catch some passes he's getting the goal line work man he's looked really really good over the past three weeks running really hard so it wouldn't change my opinion at all yeah maybe i would say he falls into 15 plus opportunities instead but i still think that's the floor for him i would say in this matchup against the giants you can run on the giants giants are not showing us anything offensively barkley's in a funk and this defense doesn't allow a lot of rushing yards so i'd say robinson is is still going to get a ton of carries regardless if gibson plays or not okay there was one wide receiver i want to bring up to you yeah um sorry to jump in there was Pickett? do you have any interest uh picking sorry at 5-1 it's not a crazy good game, but man, I've really watching the Steelers over the past couple of weeks. I've really noticed that it's a lot of pick into pickings and you're getting some red zone looks from him. It was a two point convo that he had last week and they had a touchdown in week 11. He I makes guess in that he, price he, range. He makes probably every, more interesting to go to Garrett than him. Uh, I think so, but I mean, we can let's, let's try to stack that one up. Cause I don't think it's going to be, I mean, it's cheap. So I think I prefer the Mike White cheap auction option, but I think you can yeah. do this pretty well. I mean, it's indoors, no chance of weather against a terrible defense. You can go Pickett, Pickens, Fryermuth, and then, hell, if you want to use Zacchaeus. You do whatever you want after that. Yeah. Like, who would you, if you had to play one Falcon, who would it be? It may be Cordero. Really? Um, like, he's in a, maybe, or maybe London. Like it. Well, London four seven. Then, then you're looking at you really do whatever you want there. Yeah, and we can throw in let's say Jetsty at this point for that one. You know, spend up a little bit more defense. We have running back, running back, wide receiver, flex seventy or seven thousand dollars per player. Say you went Eckler and Jacobs. We could go Eckler Adams. Mm-hmm. That's like the low owned version of Jacobs Adams. I do like that. I like that. Yeah. So we can go. That's, that's yeah. Eckler. We haven't talked a lot of Adams. I mean, that guy's going to go off. This so week. now we have fifty four hundred per player, and you could go Bri- boy and Brian Robinson. You could go Brian Robinson, Garrett Wilson, if you wanted to. So let's go Robinson. Now we have fifty six hundred dollars for a flex. The other thing you could do is not go Drake London. You could go Zacchaeus at thirty six hundred dollars. Who probably better almost got to 10 targets last week without Kyle Pitts around. So let's just try that to see what it looks like. Uh, Zacchaeus yeah. 36 that gives us $6,700 for a flex. Mind you, we're currently using Jets D at 2600. We can drop that down to Broncos and get up to $6,900, which would get us to Aaron Jones, or we could go down to Titans D at $2,200, which would bring Amon Ra, Mixon and Ken Walker into play for us. So let's try that. Let's drop down to Titans. And, and do Amon Ra? We could do Amon Ra. It's not bad. I mean, obviously, maybe a little bit, 
maybe too many players in the Pittsburgh Atlanta game. It's well, certainly it, unique. It's, right? it's, a, it's a three. Up. It's only a three-one stack, and it's it's all safe. I mean, this is probably a better cash lineup than anything because you can just jam in any stud that you want. And if we did use like. I currently have an Eckler and Adams as the stack. Let's reverse that out because I think it makes the lineup easier to build if we use Jacobs and Allen because both of those guys are cheaper than all of the players They're that cheaper. we just mentioned. So we don't necessarily need to go crazy with, I mean, we didn't even really need to go crazy anyway, but we continue to upgrade and really get in the guys that we want. So we do pick it 3-1 with Zacchaeus. We take out Eckler and Adams and use Jacobs and Allen. See what that looks like. Jacobs. You can get anybody you want. Allen. Keep in Brian Robinson. Um, yeah. yeah, we, we literally have too much money. We have $10,000 for a flex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have too much money. Uh, and I'm not, a really to- I'm not interested in Jefferson. And if I'm playing Hill, I want to play Tua. I mean, you could do Adams there if you wanted, then but you have Jacobs, right? You could you could even just go, let's say if you went, could you go Eckler and then Jacobs? Or yeah. Eckler and then Adams? I mean, you, you could do that. You could go You could go points. Ken Walker, Derek Henry if you wanted to. Don't hate it, man. So now you have Pickett. It's interesting. You have, you have Pickett, Jacobs, Walker, Henry, Allen, Pickens, Zacchaeus, Fryermuth, Titans, D. And you have money left over. A hundred bucks. I may be interested in Zacchaeus uh, in general, just overall, actually. You're right. Eight targets, 91 yards. I, I kind of uh, overlooked that. That's more targets, I think, than Drake London's had in weeks. Um, yes, it's like so. week three or something like that. At thirty-seven hundred bucks, thirty-six hundred bucks. It's not actually not a bad little um, quote-unquote punt at wide receiver. This lineup's okay, man. Like, you know, if if Pickett if Pickett hooked up with Pickens a couple times, this lineup could slap. Absolutely, with all those stud guys, like if those stud guys go off for us. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could have just got fit, a little bit of a rushing floor too. You could have just fit McCaffrey into that lineup if you really wanted to. Now you're getting really unique. <laughs> well, you, you could go Hill and McCaffrey and do Hawkinson, Garrett Wilson. I think like both those mini stacks work within the framework of that lineup. Yeah, I would say so too. Um, Let's see. I, yeah, I, I mean, there's I, a lot of interesting wide receivers at this low price. Are you going to switch it up? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'm just building over here, just trying to get some 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 skeletons out there to see if I like them or not. Now we would lose, obviously, Jacobs and Allen as a part of that. But let's see here. Get rid of. Let's see. Who did I say? McCaffrey. McCaffrey and Hill. And that gets rid of Jacobs and Keenan Allen. Oh shit! We still have a ton of money left over in this lineup. <laughs> You could go. I know it's when you when you drop down to the Falcons and the Steelers, you do have a lot of cash left over. You can do really whatever you want to do. You could do Amon Ra and Zay. Actually, no, you can't do that because we we need a running back in this lineup. You could do who's the best running back? You could do the Delvin Cook, Garrett Wilson. That works. Actually, it doesn't work. We're off by three hundred bucks if we try to do that. Scratch that. Yeah. I yeah. don't know about Cook. Not interesting. I, I don't I don't know about Cook either, but just trying to figure out a way to get Hill and McCaffrey into it. Yeah, it's not gonna work, unfortunately. All right. Yeah. Any other builds that you want to go through? Interested quarterbacks of how we can try to finagle it to make things work this week. This is fun. I do like building this out with you. Yeah. It's um You know I, I guess should we 
Should we try Jacksonville, Detroit? I mean, I think we've done enough pieces in that game where we maybe don't need to. Yeah, I, I, to me, that feels like a secondary stack game of how you want to do it up. Only because the Lions have been scoring so many rushing touchdowns that it kind of takes away from their, and maybe it just reverts back the other way. Those three Jamal Williams rushing touchdowns turn into a Brock Wright, Amon Ra, and DJ Chark touchdown, for all we know, through the air. And all of a sudden, Goff is the one that you want to have on that team. But there are three other quarterbacks I had interest in. Uh, Herbert and Carr in that game. If everyone's on Jacobs, I don't think it's crazy to do Carr, Mac Hollins, and Devontae Adams run it out there and try to bring it back with Eckler. Very expensive. Or you try to do it with Keenan Allen or whatever. Or just go Carr, Adams, Keenan. Or Carr, Adams, Eckler and try to make it work that way. Or do Herbert, Allen, Palmer with Jacobs. And if that works. And then Hurts, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Can that lineup work? I'm trying something here with what you're just saying. Uh, Carr, Adams, Hollins, Eckler, Brian Robinson, Jets D, and then we have to have a wide receiver tight end flex at forty nine hundred dollars. That's not bad, um, actually. So, so Carr, it's not too bad at all. Like Carr, yeah, Carr, Eckler, Robinson, Carr, Adams, Hollins, Adams, Hollins. Yep. And then you have Eckler, mm-hmm. Br- Brian Robinson. Still got Rob. Yep. Still got him in there. Jets D. I mean, you could even use Broncos D for a bit more cash if you wanted to. Yeah, let's do it. Let's check them in. Let's go Broncos D. So wide receiver, tight end, flex, $5,000 a piece. Who is a cheap tight end that we can I, – I like Fryermith this week. So just chuck him Fryermith, in. Fryermith, you said? Yeah, he's 4300 And then you, what you can do from there, you can go Garrett Wilson, TJ Hawkinson. It's beautiful. I kind of like this one a lot, actually. That's not bad. Carr, Eckler, it's Robinson, at all. Adams, Holland, Garrett, Wilson, Fryermuth, Hawkinson, Broncos. I mean, it sucks playing double tight end, but whatever. Hawkinson's his receiver. Yeah. Right. He's a receiver. Like, um, if, if, it wor- if it worries you that much, you could go Hawkinson down to Thielen, Broncos up to 2,700. Is it 2,700? You could go, I mean, you probably don't want to play the Bears D. You could play Jags D, Steelers D, Jets D, Dolphins. You don't want to play Dolphins D, but. Yeah, I'm, this lineup's not bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I, you know, getting away from from Jacobs, you know, um, having Eckler in there with the the two pass catchers, Derek Carr, I do, I dig it a lot. You know, you could even put in Keenan Allen. I mean, getting a little crazy here, but you can even put in Keenan Allen, uh, Pat Frymuth at tight end. Then you have forty one hundred dollars to flex. You just have to play like a one off, right? A, a Sky Moore or something like that, or Zacchaeus, right? Like those two guys to me, and then. Um, then you even have a little bit more cash if you want to upgrade the Broncos D. Then you just have a massive game stack here with Eckler, Keenan Allen, and then Carr, Adams, and Hollins. Um, I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty decent, man. I do believe that that's going to be a really high scoring game. Neither team can stop anybody. Uh, yeah, it's not, this isn't bad at all, man. It might be one of my favorite builds, actually. Yeah. Definitely my top three. What we've done. Yeah, well, I think it, I think it's just interesting because you just leverage off of Josh Jacobs. Exactly. So who do we right. have yeah. down here at just like this? I, did I say Demarcus Robinson? He is 4,000 on the dot. He could fit into this lineup if that's where you wanted to go. Uh, how much is Richie James this week? Richie James is $3,800. Zacchaeus, Pringle, Sky Moore. I mean, they're shots in the dark, obviously, but. Yeah, I like Sky, man. I got a feeling about this guy. He's All right, just you, know, you, you got a total f- game. You got a feeling? I, I, can, I can buy the I feeling. Got- 
I was just thinking feeling guys. I I was just thinking Richie James because we have Brian Robinson. Yeah, and and Richie James already got touchdowns. I think like two of the last three. Um, Not a lot going on there. Yeah. (laughs) After uh, Slayton, it sounds like Bellinger may be back, but yeah, back to back games with touchdown actually. Or or we could use Zacchaeus to pair him up with Fryermuth in that game, and then we can take Broncos D out if we wanted to. Giants, it's not a great spot. It only gets us up to the Giants, which, whatever. We probably don't want that, right? No, I don't think so. We could use Jetsty in that lineup, though. Yeah, this yeah. This, this car build is interesting. Do you have any interest in Hertz? I don't actually have a ton. Uh, I probably will do one, as you as we talked about earlier, just like one Hertz and AJ. But I don't have a ton of interest in him, no. I, I think I'd rather... I just don't feel like that game is going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be a b- slow pace. I think it'd be going over quickly. Um, yeah, not really. There's, I, I'd say I'd have to get to like five lineups to to probably roll in that that stack. Yeah, I, I, I play AJ maybe solo. I, I could see playing AJ solo. Like if he was your one-off expensive guy, I'd like to pair him up with Henry to the best of my ability. But that's just it gets yeah. super expensive super quickly. Obviously. Really but tough. if you go Hertz, Henry Brown, you have $4,300 per player. Brian Robinson, Jets, Broncos D. Now we have 4600 Where are we really at? We go, fuck, let's go Evan Ingram. Now we're back up to 5100 for two wide receivers and a flex. Yeah, that's not very good. I don't no, like that. I don't, Hertz uh, being 8000 is a killer. That. It's it's just too expensive, man. Like it's way too expensive. I, I mean, he's great, but at that point, you either just go. I mean, even Mahomes. Mahomes is too expensive. I don't. I don't like any builds really with him either. But yeah, just drop down. You're dropping down. Car at fifty six hundred dollars. Burrow at sixty nine. Two at sixty seven. Even Gino at sixty one. When you brought him up, I was kind of intrigued with that stack too. There's just better. I would just rather spend down, I think, at the quarterback position and get some of these elite wide receivers or backs rather and, than the top price quarterback. And it really leaves us in an awkward spot because we could go Garrett Wilson, then we have 6,500. I guess you could go like Garrett Wilson ETN if you wanted to uh, in the rest of that lineup. Like if you, you could go like Sky Moore, Hunter, uh, why am I saying Hayden Hurst? I was going to say Hunter Hurst because it's not Hunter Hurst Helmsley, it's Hayden Hurst. So for Combine like to, them. So to yeah. cheap out 3,100, 3,500, yeah, I don't like this lineup at all. That sucks. No. Because it feels like a very underutilized spot with Hertz this week. Because realistically, he's only, now that Goddard is out, the chances of A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith going off are pretty low. That I think you just pick one and roll him out with Hertz, and then hopefully Hertz can do the rest. Yeah, and the offense is kind of sputtered without Dallas Goddard. I mean, it wasn't great in Indianapolis, and and last uh, last week it, it, it was just okay. I mean, they were just they were really just running the football. They weren't really throwing it. So they don't have success running the ball. You know, it's not a lock that they're that Hertz is going to have a, a great game through the air. So I, I don't love it. I agree with you. It's just one or the other. I would lean AJ. Uh, Devonte will be the lowest own of the two, but I think the the ceiling definitely belongs to AJ. He's got the He's explosive after the catch, and he's had more red zone looks than Devontae has this year. All right. I think that'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. FTNDaily.com for all of Meany's work. But really what you want from Meany is shots on goal props for NHL. (laughs) It started off slow. It seems like it's going a lot better these days. 
it's going a little bit better, but it's taken some time. You know, I had some conversations, I know, uh, off camera when I was doing the hockey show with you, it felt like it was just, uh, a gold mine we had found. It was the shot props are now juice, but we're finding other ways to be creative with them, uh, with point props and things like that. But yeah, the hockey has been fun. It hasn't been as consistent taking some highs and some lows, but it's, uh, it's, it's been all right, man. So I appreciate it. Man. This is great. It was nice to run through all these lineups with you and I'm going to get into the, the contest and, and take it down this week your contest and taking it, it down, dude. Yeah, there you go. Like I, I'm hoping Tambo wins a bunch and then I win whatever contest yes. where he's giving away the money. Then I can just use that money to pay Tambo. So that, that would be perfect uh, in Pat's world of how my budgeting ends up working out, but you can win. 5000 bucks to first prize in the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League this week. Link is down in the description. Three max entry, $15 to play, no rake. So let's go fill it up right now. Tambo will be back next week. Then he's gone again to New Orleans for the Fantasy Football World Championships. Guy's on a heater right now, so hopefully he can keep it going. Smash the like, sub to the channel on the way out, and use runthesims.com slash mayo to get yourself that 10% off the optimizer, the prop tool, customization, everything you need to help you make your lineups. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.